everyone. It's me, Lisa Lillian, also known as Hungry Girl, here with Jamie and Mikey. Happy New Year. Happy, Happy Holiday. New Year. Oh, wait, yeah. Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy New Year, Lisa. Oh, boy, we are back. Mm-hmm. Can you believe everything? What a whirlwind it's been. What a crazy, crazy break we had. What a cruise we went on. How is it 2024? That doesn't make sense. I know. I know. That seems like such a futuristic yeah. year. Yeah. 2019 yeah. was five years ago. No. Yeah. I yeah. still feel like we're in lockdown. I know. Yeah. I know. This is upsetting. I know. All right. All right. Enough of that. <laughs> I'm very excited about today's episode because now we are at the time of the year where everybody needs help, right? Yep. Eating, right? Yep. That's a New Year's resolution everybody has. Mm-hmm. They want to make healthier choices. They want to be smarter and more motivated to either eat healthy foods or lose weight or whatever your goals are and they need help. So we're here, right? We are here to help. This is our healthy New Year episode. Wow, it's exciting. Very. I'm excited. I feel like New Year's resolutions get a bad rap because people think like, oh, you're, you know, why do you need the New Year to do it? Like, who cares? It's something refreshing about, and if it works for you, do it. And if it doesn't, don't. But for me, there's something refreshing about January 1st, getting into the groove. I like it. I don't know. It makes me feel good. It's like a reset. Yeah, Mm -hmm. totally. And it's usually January 2nd. Yeah, let's be honest. All right. So I wish there were some statistics about the people who start on the first versus Mm -hmm. the second. Mm -hmm. I feel like the people that start on the first are probably more successful. Oh, interesting. I I agree with you. It's like kind of like you're not, no excuses. You're starting off the new year. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. But I mean, if you think about it, if if you're drinking on the New, New Year's Eve, the first you're going to be drinking or eating a lot of like breads and things to soak up the alcohol to get you feeling or better sleeping all day or mm-hmm. sleeping all day. So, yeah, the second's a little bit better for some people. Well, for this episode, what we did was we reached out to the community mm-hmm. and we said, hey, what are you struggling with? Yep. And we got some great questions and great struggles if there yeah. is such a thing as a great struggle. Well, a lot of people are struggling with the same five to 10 things. So it's, these are real problems. You are not alone. And we're going to tackle some of the biggest, um, you know, issues that people struggle with and offer some solutions. Because Lisa, I mean, do people know this about us? Both you and I have, you know, maintained a pretty significant weight loss for like 20 years. Yeah, it's true. I don't know if they know it, but um, no. hopefully they will. We'll talk, we'll get into it. Mm-hmm. But before we do, Mikey, yeah, well, I want to real quick, just say I've maintained it for 47 years. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Your, ma- your maintenance? Wait, you, My wait. weight, it's been the same, well, the not same 47 years, so I would say 40, uh, 35 of those years. Really? Yeah, probably. I've, I've, I've never, I rarely go up and... I, I, I don't know. Sometimes you're like, I need to lose five pounds. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You complain about the pooch. Okay, okay never mind. <laughs> All right. For those of you who love Oreo cookies, but also love a good black and white cookie, they've just come out with Oreo black and white cookie sandwiches. No. Really, Mike, My for the healthy New Year me. episode. I know, I oh, Lisa knows about it already. But, I it thought I was but, but, uh, but news. no, Jamie had a better point. Yeah. The better point was, really, Mikey, for the healthy New Year yeah. episode? <laughs> Look, one Oreo is what? Maybe what? 60 calories? It's not a lot. So we just have one. Who has just one Oreo? I sometimes just have one Oreo. I actually could. We're going to get into that. Oh, yeah. That we'll does get play into, that. into a topic. It does. See? But... So this is where it's topical. Okay. I knew you were going to say that. All right. But wait. In all fairness, I heard about the black and white Oreo, but I don't know the details. Uh, not a lot of details yet. They are going to be re- like limited release starting anytime, like right now. Um, it says while supplies last, but what I do they look like? Oh, so it's the um, so it's the golden Oreo. 
not the black Oreo. And then one side is chocolate, you know, the black, and one side is white. Okay. Vanilla. So you the mean, icing. You mean dipped? There's icing? No, no, no. It's, no, it's a, the, the inside, the, the center. The, oh, the cream. The cream. Okay. So yeah. this is a yellow cookie yeah. with half white cream, half chocolate. chocolate cream. It's cream. like an yeah. inside out black and white. Oh, yeah. Interesting. I bet I would like it because I much prefer golden Oreos. Yeah. And honestly, it's if you're going to a deli and you want to have a black and white, but you don't want to eat the whole thing like uh, like I do, because those are, those have got to be like 500 calories, right? Those probably, yeah. This will not replace a black and white. It probably won't, but it it'll give you maybe the similar taste, and you have one, and then you're good, you're happy, you're good. No. Okay. okay. We'll try it. Yeah. We'll see. We'll try. Well, there's my contribution. <laughs> That's all I got. You know, I, I'm I'm excited about the Oreos, but. You think you forgot something even more important? Oh, I think I did. There's a new issue of Hungry Girl magazine out right now. Woohoo! Doesn't happen that often. We're at like two or three times a year, but we have a low carb issue of Hungry Girl magazine that is right now on newsstands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You so can also get it online at hungrygirl.com slash magazine. You can, and it's worth seeking out. Even if you don't count carbs religiously, there are so many good supersizing and swapping ideas in this issue. You will love it. What are some of the things that are in this issue, Jamie? We've got the world's best carb swaps. So ways that you can, you know, go half and half or swap out some of the higher starchy carbs in your diet. We've got noodle recipes. We have high protein breakfasts, um, tons of meals. It's meal mania. It's fantastic. Yes. And noodles are in quotes, mm. air quotes, because yeah. they're not real noodles. <laughs> noodles. They're veggie. They're, they taste like noodles. Yeah. Anyway, do not miss this issue. It is out wherever fine magazines are sold. Yay. All right, Jamie. Um, so tell me a little about this community experiment that we did. Well, if you guys don't know, we have this wonderful Facebook group called the Hungry Girl What's Chewing Community. We will give you a link on our hungry-girl.com slash foodcast page. It's a great group. They talk about all things, food, weight, um, motivation. It's wonderful group. And I, we love to poll them and get their opinions. And so this question for them was, what are the biggest struggles you have when it comes to healthy eating? And like I said, we got some of the, the same answers over and over again. You want to know what is up first? Oh yeah, please. Hopefully I'll be able to help. (laughs) If not, you will. (laughs) (laughs) Or Mikey. Maybe. Uh, he has maintained his weight for 47 years. Uh, really? He's got his feet. <laughs> he's at his birth weight. I am. The first topic is nighttime eating. People say they really struggle after dinner and before they go to bed, just snacking, nighttime eating, racking up those calories. Yeah, that's a big one. Um, you know, for me personally, I feel like I just set rules. Like I'm a rule follower. Mm-hmm. So if you have a personality that you are good at following rules, set a rule that you're not going to eat at night. Mm-hmm. And if you have trouble with that, I mean, and, and I think people might look at me like I'm crazy because I feel like there's a big difference between, oh, I'm just going to eat something healthy mm-hmm. at night versus I'm not eating anything. Mm-hmm. And for me, I have much more success when I say I'm not eating anything. So if it's after dinner and I have to brush my teeth or have mints on hand, I just say no food after a certain mm-hmm. time. And that's the times I'm most successful mm-hmm. with nighttime eating. Yeah. I think that for people that are rolling their eyes of, you know, oh, great. Just don't eat after, you know, set a rule. Don't eat after nighttime. Perfect. Did you see gremlins? No. Don't eat after you midnight. Can't, they can't they eat after oh. midnight. They get, anyway. But I feel like the, the trick is it's the idea that uh, none is easier than one. If you know that you are going to, once you start, you can't stop. Like it's so much easier to say no 
period than to say yes to a little and then try to stick yeah, to it. Yeah, for me, it's certainly Well, and, and different folks, different strokes. Some people, and this is how I think of it, if you know that you are not satisfied, that you will be thinking about it, that you need something sweet after dinner, plan for it. You will often use the analogy about like a budget. Like we budget our money, we can budget our calories. And there's nothing wrong with choosing, hey, I know I love to snack at night. I'm going to set aside 250 calories and have a nice satisfying snack in the evening. And and that's how I choose to budget my calories. There's nothing wrong with that. Sure. If people are that organized and it doesn't lead them to want more, Mm -hmm. like I just never feel great if I eat late at night. Like if I, if I feel like low blood sugar Mm -hmm. or something, I would have part of an apple, Mm -hmm. something super healthy, but I just never feel good if I eat like some people eat cereal at mm-hmm. night or like bars or cookies. And I just, I don't feel great when I do that. Yeah. See, and I love a treat. I will be thinking about it all night if I don't have it. And that's why for me, I'm not going to beat myself up about it. I plan for it. Do you think about in the morning what you're going to eat for the day? Like, do you have a plan? Do you lay out your food for the day? You know, I have a rough plan. I used to be definitely more um, like strict about sticking to the plan, but yeah, I do. I think about it, mm-hmm. and I do. I I do in my brain count calories. Yeah, like I never journal my food, mm-hmm. but I will often write things down or, you know, it, it, scratch paper. Mm-hmm. Or in my brain, I'm adding things up. So I do, and I know the nights I'm going out for dinner that I want to have a certain mm-hmm. size lunch or a certain snack situation. Mm-hmm. So I feel like. You kind of need to do that. Well, I think especially if, I think that is a trick that works with nighttime eating. If you are a grazer, if you're somebody that the next thing you know, you realize, oh my gosh, I had a bite of this, a bite of that, da, 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 and it's, you're spinning out in your head. I don't know how many calories I've had. I think tracking helps with that. In my case, I plan for it. I know that sometime between dinner and evening, I'm having a bowl of berries. That's what it is, frozen berries. And I plan for it. And that's my treat. I know it's there. But if... Even if you're not a planner and you go to the kitchen and you're going to eat something, if you force yourself to write it down, trust me, it is hard to graze if you are writing things down, a bite of this, a bite of that. Just make a decision and say, okay, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to have three quarters of a cup of this. And I'm also big on like tea or decaf coffee. That really does curb my appetite. What about you? Do you like tea or coffee? I do. I don't, I mean, and I can drink coffee and tea anytime. Mm -hmm. Like literally I can drink a pot of coffee and go to sleep as I'm finishing the last sip, but I do, I don't mind. Occasionally I will have like a sugar-free hot cocoa mm. or beam, mm-hmm. you know, that, that, uh, powder that we like that yeah. we should put on the, the food cast page. Yeah. It's helps like, it helps sleep. you sleep. It's like a little dessert, like a 10 calorie thing. And I like that. I like a hot beverage. A hot beverage will help you fall asleep too. Mm-hmm. At least it helps me fall asleep. Um, so, and, and I support any nighttime eating. I mean, I feel like after dinner is fine. I'm just thinking people will wake up or they're watching TV and they snack and mm-hmm. it's nine o'clock, it's 10 o'clock. That's where I feel like you get into the danger zone. Yeah. Well, I think what you said too, brush your teeth. It is really hard to enjoy eating after you brush your teeth Anything. and mouthwash. I know. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. It's a good hack. Or just go to sleep. Come on. It's midnight. That's you're still watching soap operas. Just go to sleep. I go to sleep so early these days. Yeah. So that to me is like, that's the best of all worlds. Yeah. I think too, like the you know, what you started out saying about setting a rule, set like a stop eating time. To me, I remember when you used to do intermittent fasting and that is like, for me, too extreme, scary. But the like baby version of that is if you just say, look, from 8 a.m., 8 p.m. to 8 a.m., that's just not a time I eat. So if I want to have a snack after dinner, I'm going to have it. But eight o'clock, the kitchen's closed. And you just tell yourself, look, 
it'll be there tomorrow. I, you know, you just kind of set that hard and fast rule. It gets easier. I don't go to the, I mean, it helps Mm -hmm. that my kitchen is far away from Mm -hmm. where I am at night. Mm -hmm. Well, that's a good tip too. Yeah. Stay far away from the kitchen. (laughs) Lock your kitchen. Um, But yeah. Yep. True. Okay. Hopefully that's helpful. Yeah. And guys, um, email or text Mikey with, if you like this advice, if you have other tips to offer, you know, because we will share different things work for different people. This is what's worked for us. So, Mikey, how do they reach you? Yeah, 805-380-8075. Okay, what's next? Oh, the next topic is the dreaded sweet tooth. People that just, you know, it's their it's their sweet tooth. It's the cookies, candies, cake, anything sweet is their downfall. Mm. Is that you know, something you struggle with? It's funny. I don't, but it's. I, I think people, I mean, not to be, not, I'm making a, a sweeping statement here, but I feel like, so many people that I know that are sweet people that love chocolate, that love candy are thinner than the people that are savory people. Like I am, I am such a savory person. Mm-hmm. Like I can't even explain to you how, if you say, what do you want for dessert? French fries. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what do you want for dessert? Pretzels. Mm-hmm. Like I am not a sweet person, mm-hmm. but I like, I can take or leave sweets. Mm-hmm. I can have that one Oreo. That mm-hmm. you mentioned. Yeah. I can have two M&Ms. I can have one Hershey's Kiss and Not be me. fine. I just don't. I never. Because eating sugar makes me feel terrible. Yeah. Mm. Sugar makes me collapse. Like I have sugar. Then all of a sudden I'm like shaky and yeah. I, I fall asleep. See, and I get that that sugar crash that you mentioned and I still mm-hmm. don't. I'm still not smart. Like I'll, if I, I can't have like one. If there's brownies, I can't have one. I have to yeah. have two. You and know? I think Mike is the is the type of person that we're hearing from here because I think these are people that can't have just one that it's really challenging for them to stop at just one. Well, I mean, we do have a lot of swaps, but for those people, I would say you have to make the single servings. Mm-hmm. Like it's too like whatever, whether it's a mug cake or my apple pie in a mug. I still will make that. Mm-hmm. I love it. The little with the red hots. Yeah, that's I the like best. that. That's the best swap for me. I'm like a fruity. I'm not a chocolate. I'm a fruity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you are a person that can deal with swaps and still not eat the whole thing, then I do think all of the recipes that we have are incredible. Mm -hmm. And if you're a person that just feels like you're going to overdo it and just eat so much of it, then I almost feel like just avoid it. That's what I do. And again, I know it sounds a little eye rolly, but once you do it, it is so much easier for me to say no completely than to try to moderate. I've always rolled my eyes at the idea when people say, oh, just have a a single square of dark chocolate. That works for some people. But if you are a real (laughs) hungry girl, if you're somebody that just you want to shove chocolate in your face, like one little piece is not going to do it. So you have two options. You can pick a lower calorie, maybe higher volume swap. You can do portion control, which is really smart. Set yourself up for success. If you know an Entenmann's cake, oh, do they still make Entenmann's cake? Yes. They're so good. If you know you're going to sit there and keep going back sliver after sliver, instead get something that is in a portion controlled package. Um, You're talking about the lemon cheese one? Oh, that one's good too. That's good. Their donuts Uh, are good too, by the way. Yeah, everything is good. But then, yeah, there is the solution of you just, take certain things out of the equation and you just say, look, I know better. I'm going to make it easier for myself and just say, I am not a person that eats M&Ms. Start right. with for one me, thing. It's, I am not a person that eats bagels. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. I am not a person yeah. that eats 
bread mm-hmm. or I, I try to, mm-hmm. I mean, there are occasions I don't like, I don't have anything that I don't eat ever, mm-hmm. but I have things that I avoid 95% of the time. Mm-hmm. And I do, I think that's good advice yeah. if you know your body and you know how you'll react. So that's I what I say. Too, like I think about, you know, my mom is a weight watcher and has been for a very long time. And I think there are some really good strategies in that group. And I think that whether you're tracking points or you're tracking calories, some level of accountability does help because again, you, it's not that you can't have these things. It's about knowing yourself. And if you know, you can't stop after one, you got to figure out a different solution and don't kid yourself that suddenly you're going to gain the miraculous willpower. If you know, year after year, you struggle with that, you know, you might want to consider a different solution. I do think tracking points or calories can be really helpful. I agree. And then one more thing about the sweet, the sweet swaps, if you're going to take the time to make the recipes Mm -hmm. and like care that you're making lighter versions that are less sugar or less fat, I kind of feel like there's something to that. Like you're going to care more Mm -hmm. and you might not overdo it where if you buy like a a whole pack of Oreos, Mm -hmm. you might just eat a whole sleeve at once. It's like a no brainer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what I like is I've been really into rice cakes again out of nowhere And I love to do like a little bit of nut butter and sliced bananas. And then you could even do mini chocolate chips. I mean, that is like a huge satisfying thing that you can have for like 100 calories. I love rice cakes. Mm -hmm. Love it. Mm -hmm. I love that you like rice cakes. I put peanut butter on mine. It's so good. Yeah. Peanut butter, a little fruit, a little chocolate. I mean, mini chocolate chips are a great way to start with something that's sweet but healthier like fruit. Like actually, I think that's a great sweets trick. Start with fruit and then add something like... Take apple slices and drizzle with caramel sauce or take fruit and melt some chocolate chips and put Mm -hmm. it over it. So you still get that taste, but you're not going to eat four bowls of that because fruit is filling. Yeah. No. And it's funny that you bring up those mini chocolate chips because I use them a lot, even Mm -hmm. though I'm not a chocolate person. Mm -hmm. I have bags of them Mm -hmm. and every I have white chocolate chips and usually it's Choc Zero Mm -hmm. or, you know, whatever. Uh, It depends on the flavor I want. So Chalk Zero makes a peanut butter one. Mm -hmm. They make a white chocolate one. I like lilies. Mm -hmm. And if I eat three or four of those chips, they, to me, it's really satisfying. Mm -hmm. Three or four chips? Yes. Chocolate chips. Yes. You're crazy. No, I'm not. (laughs) Uh, It depends. Look, some people can eat two French fries. That's true. That's true. I can't eat two French Mm -hmm. fries. I wish Mm -hmm. I could. Okay. But so it just, you just have to really know yourself. Mm -hmm. I know I, I always say that same thing. I think we do hammer that point home. You have to really pay attention to your body mm-hmm. and what your body wants and what it craves and what those cravings do to you. Mm-hmm. And then you set yourself up for success based on that. I think that's a great point, like not comparing ourselves, because you could look at your friend who and you think, why can she do it? Why can she moderate? I, I should be able to do that. And it's like, you know what? Embrace who you are and figure out solutions that work for you. Right. Maybe you can sing and she can't. Right. Or maybe you can draw mm-hmm. and she can't. Right. I can't sing. Hmm. I'm terrible. I can't draw. There you go. I can kind of sing. <laughs> you know what? I want to take- kind of draw. <laughs> <laughs> I want to take this moment real quickly to say, please make sure you're signed up for the daily emails at hungry-girl.com because we are always rolling out content, whether it's swaps or suggestions or tips or tricks or low calorie food finds that are really going to help you with these issues. And then also visit- our hungrygirl.com slash foodcast page because we are going to link you for all of these topics. We have so much more information to share with you. So make sure you check that out after the episode. Okay, next topic. Oh, can you guess? Yes. I probably it's written could, in front you of you, isn't it? It? <laughs> it is, but it's a big one. Emotional eating. Mm. <sighs> mm. Stress eating. Mm-hmm. 
Are you a stress eater? I am an equal opportunity emotional eater. Happy, sad, ecstatic, stressed. I definitely eat my feelings. I'm just always hungry. <laughs> so it's like, I mean, I guess it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I did, I have to say, I have very recently in the past year experienced emotional eating mm-hmm. more than I had in the rest of my entire life. And so I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it. I get food is comforting. Mm-hmm. And sometimes if you're just like having a day, it, in my case, it makes me hungrier. And sometimes it's tied to lack of sleep. So if I don't get enough sleep, I'm hungrier the next day. Mm-hmm. So if I'm not sleeping, I might be stressed about something. Mm-hmm. And then I'm hungrier the next mm-hmm. day. So that does fall under the emotional yeah. eating umbrella. I feel like cranky is my number one emotion that makes me want to eat. Yeah. And it comes from lack of sleep or mm-hmm. being hangry mm-hmm. or any of those things. It's almost like if I have a bunch of emotions going on in my head and I don't even know which one it is, it just manifests as cranky because I could be sad, lonely, anxious. And it's just like, You're why still do cranky. I feel off? Mike, you always say that. I feel off. Mm-hmm. I mean, one thing I don't really do is I don't have, I, I don't binge eat. Mm. Like I used to do more of that. And my binges, I used to talk about this all the time. It would be like all healthy food I'm binging mm. on. Oh, me too. So, oh, I have a hundred calorie pack of pop chips and then I have a hundred calorie muffin Mm -hmm. and then I have a hundred calorie popcorn. So like even my worst binges Mm -hmm. were five or 600 calories Mm -hmm. worth of Mm -hmm. low calorie foods. Yeah. I've never eaten like a whole pizza Mm -hmm. or a whole or 10 donuts or things like that. Yeah. So I really relate to that. And for me, I think that the behavior of binging, and this is a serious topic, like you might want to look for support outside of this podcast. But for me, it's the behavior is the same, whether it's 300 calories or 800 calories. It's that feeling of I'm out of control. I can't stop. And you're lying to yourself because you're saying this is going to make me feel better. This is going to make me feel better. And then you start to feel sick and you're like, no, 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 no. It's going to make me feel better. And you keep trying to like hit that. But, and I know this sounds kind of like therapy ish, but unless you really look at the emotion, like you can't just plow it with food. It's still going to be there when you stop eating. That's true. But like for me, I, I feel like sometimes it's that I'm really hungry. Mm. Well, <laughs> like, but that's a good point. Like, and the pop chips make me feel better right. because they, I, I want to crunch and it's not, I don't know. It's, it's hard. It's hard to separate whether it's emotion or But I think that's hunger. a good point is making sure, especially sometimes when we're dieting, making sure we're getting enough protein, enough healthy fats. If you are, you know, dieting too hard too significantly, you might be genuinely hungry. And that can, if you let yourself get too hungry. I mean, you're, you like mini meals and snacks, right? I do. Me too. And I like, and, and I do think water helps. Mm-hmm. If you're feeling like really, sometimes I just think I'm super hungry and water mm-hmm. really helps or mm-hmm. like broth. Yeah. I, I will have a lot of liquid and that helps. I used to, cause again, I used to really struggle with binging. And for me, I used to always have like a crystal light type product and they have plenty of natural ones if you don't like the artificial sweeteners. But I would tell myself if I got that feeling of like, I just have to eat. I, I knew I could feel it coming on. I would make a big, you know, whatever fruit punch flavored zero calorie drink. And I would make myself drink the whole thing. And I would tell myself, if you still want to eat after you do this, you can. And that was like enough to get me to pause. And then, like you said, you're, you're filling up on water. Mm-hmm. So I that's that something with, that with really helps me. With slushies. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Especially in the summer. How do you make a slushie? 
I'll just do a, it, you know, it depends on how much time I want to spend on mm-hmm. it. But if I want like the lowest calorie slushy, I take one of my sugar-free drink mix powders and a bunch of ice and throw it in the bullet. Mm-hmm. And I don't care mm-hmm. if it's icy, it's crunchy, it's just sweet. It just helps. It's not, ju- it's not just a liquid. Mm-hmm. I eat it with a spoon. Yeah. But if you want it to have a better texture, you just throw in some, you know, frozen mango or frozen peaches mm-hmm. or frozen pineapple. Oh, that's good. And that's yeah. great. Yeah. So good. It's weird. I never like liquids do not do that to me like the, the only one that, that does it is coffee like i can drink mm-hmm. coffee and i won't be hungry for a little bit but like if i drink water i'm actually hungrier mm-hmm. but i think everyone's different right yeah. yeah yeah but liquid i mean right i mean uh, water is only like it fills you up if you're maybe you're dehydrated mm-hmm. sometimes yeah. if i guzzle a whole glass or, or 16 ounces of water and then I'm like, whoa, I really mm-hmm. was not that hungry. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, getting back to what you said about you might actually be hungry. I think that your concept of emergency snacks is so smart because if I am having a day where I'm on the go, if I let myself get too hungry, I, I like can't rationally think about, I just start eating. So if I always have right now, I've got a banana and I've got a package of rice cakes in my computer bag because I know we're meeting after this. And I know if I let myself get too hungry, I'm going to get back to the house. It's like I can't register that I'm full because I'm just eating so fast. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a really good point. Don't let yourself get too hungry. Bring snacks with you wherever you go. And it's the same thing. Not everything is for everyone. For me, three square meals a day, just it just doesn't seem to work. So I like at planning for snacks in between. Well, it's funny. I'm the kind of person that I always have backups of everything. If you go into my bathroom at home, you'll see like four bottles of shampoo. My cleanser that I like, I have four backups. So I'm the same way with food. Wait, so is I got, it the same thing or is it different varieties? Oh, it's the same thing. It's <laughs> so you just like thing. to be super I'm like, prepared. I don't want to run out. Right. I will never run out of anything. Even the dog food. We have like, you know, my cat has... Mm-hmm. Eight, 82 cans of whatever <laughs> food that he has. So it's the same with food. So my snack, uh, my snack pack that I keep in my big purse, especially when I travel, I want it. First of all, I want to put a link on the Foodcast page for the actual, it says snacks and it's this clear thing. I'm going to put a link from Amazon, okay. but it's filled with a bazillion things. So I have like four pouches of this special like it's cashews almonds dried cranberries from trader joe's it's called just a handful Mm -hmm. then i have like a you know sweet smarts smart sweets sweet smart smart sweets Mm -hmm. i'm thinking of the tv show street smarts Mm -hmm. um yeah i'll have like the fish of Mm -hmm. that i have just pouches of almonds Mm -hmm. i have chomps sticks Mm -hmm. or nicks always always jerky Always like so many of them. And I feel like I'm very popular on airplanes. <laughs> I will give it out. I will give it out. But to me, it's, it's comforting knowing it's there mm-hmm. when it's there. I don't even like partake half the time mm-hmm. because I know it's there. And if it's not there, then you're like, oh my gosh, I have to just grab anything. Yeah. I'm coming to your house when <laughs> there's a shortage of anything. <laughs> Please. Can, can I tell you one last thing that, that does really help me if I feel like I'm going to go a little crazy with the emotional eating, change your environment. So like I, if I'm sitting at my desk and I'm working and I'm like, I can feel it coming on like a hurricane, right? I will force myself. First of all, actually splashing water on my face sometimes helps. It just like shocks my system and gets me out of that moment. Getting outside for a walk, not a long walk, literally five minute walk. There's something about changing your environment that like just resets your brain a little bit. It gets you out of that. Like, I don't know if it's a fight or flight mode, but when you're in it, you got to like 
break that chain that's like yeah it's luring you in mm-hmm. leave the kitchen yeah i do so much stuff in the kitchen mm-hmm. you have to leave the kitchen by the way that phrase coming on like a hurricane isn't it kind of weird because hurricanes actually take a very long time to develop well it's, so. it's brewing yeah oh i see so it's like it's gotcha. always there but i know what you're saying maybe i was using it more like no i mean that's the saying i'm in right the now. eye of the storm well, the eye of the storm is actually the calmest part. All right, you you stop. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Different show. Stop ruining this our is Mike, the meteorologist. <laughs> Sorry. All right, next. No, no. Next topic: portion control. We touched on this a little bit, but I think people really struggle to, you know, not overdo it on their portion sizes. And the next thing they know, they're, you know, again, if you're trying to stick to um, losing weight or maintaining your weight, you know, calories do count. And so I think some people talk about it's just too hard to keep their portions in check. Yeah, no, I, I'm one of those. I like big portions. Me too. So like that's why all of the Hungry Girl recipes and by all I mean most, mm-hmm. like they're just like veggie. They lean heavy into veggies and there's mm-hmm. always recommendations for like use cauliflower rice, use veggie noodles, bulk it up with a bag of frozen vegetables. Mm-hmm. I'm always adding like the other night we went out, we really wanted pizza. And we hadn't been to the pizza cookery, the new oh, one. Okay. So there's like a, this place it's. Which is, you know, it, it moved like five years ago, so it's not right. new anymore. <laughs> right. But it's right. It's exactly yeah. five years ago. I know yeah. I don't want to bore people, but I met the owner of the pizza cookery and there was one where we used to live and I used to go and they have nice thin crust pizza. And I loved on the menu, they had something called a mini pizza that came with a giant salad. Oh, wow. That's so smart. I loved it. The pizza was tiny, mm-hmm. but. It was so cute and satisfying, yeah. and the mm-hmm. salad was amazing. Yeah, like garbanzo been, beans. I've been telling Jamie about the pizza cookery for years. I mean, I grew up at the pizza cookery, and they, they have the best best salads ever. Like mm-hmm. my mom used to get yes. this mushroom salad that was like the best. Great menu. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was just excited to be there. Yeah. So, like, I, I guess the point is, if you eat more of what's healthy and less of the stuff that's not, you still get the satisfaction mm-hmm. from the smaller portion, and you're still full because mm-hmm. you're eating. Now, a lot of vegetables, but we happen to be lucky, Jamie, you and I, because we love vegetables. Mm -hmm. I love all food and Mm -hmm. I love salad and I love vegetables. If you don't like vegetables, you know, I think that if you don't love vegetables, okay, so you're not going to reach for celery sticks. But if you take a butternut squash or some carrots and make them super crispy in the air fryer, you know, even if you like coat them with a little panko, like you can, there are decadent ways to enjoy vegetables Mm -hmm. that taste decadent. You can fool yourself. These days, you do not have to just resign yourself to baby carrots. You can right. get really creative with them. Right. I know. And we're the best at that. Sorry. It's not the restaurant that like drowns your Brussels sprouts in butter. <laughs> and uh, I mean, what they do to vegetables in restaurants is just a mm-hmm. crime. I know. But they're crime. so good. <laughs> I don't know. I like what I like the recipes you like better. Pure. I mm-hmm. do. I like I just I don't know. It just too much oil and butter yeah. and vegetables. Not necessary. I think that like so Thanksgiving is always a hard holiday. Like anything that's like we're going on a cruise. So anything that's like buffet style is really challenging for me. And I was taught this and I've always stuck to it. The first plate, make it mostly veggies and then, you know, protein and your healthy carbs, whatever else you're going to fill it out with. And then even if I, if I insist on going back for seconds, it can just be like the healthy stuff. So it's fruits, yeah, veggies. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm no, the complete opposite. <laughs> <laughs> I, I put, you want to fill up on all the good stuff. Well, no, I, I do a little plate of like the regular food so I can have enough room for a plate of desserts. <laughs> you're so your mother. <laughs> <laughs> and it really depends on how it all makes you feel. If you're on a cruise, you know, you're going to be in a bathing suit. Yeah. You don't want to feel all 
yeah. bloated. Yeah. I hate the feeling of being like, oh, I yeah. found like it, it was healthy. To, it was easy to eat healthy on a cruise. Even the buffets. Well, they do have lots of options. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't have to eat at a buffet on a cruise. Like you can sit down at the restaurant. You could, but buffets are kind of fun. Yeah, yeah. We argued about this because I said, Mike said to me, you know, we can sit down for breakfast instead of going for the buffet. I'm like, that's perfect because I tend to overdo it. He's like, but wait, there's all those pastries I don't want to miss out on. <laughs> Yeah, you start your day with pastries. You might just fall asleep. What I can do is I could wake up earlier than Jamie, which I usually do anyways, have a pastry with my coffee, Mm -hmm. and then we can go have our nice. And he has to bring me the good coffee. Yes. I can't wake up without the good coffee. Mike's got good habits. He does. 47 years of maintaining his weight. Yes. (laughs) Pastries every morning. I do think, speaking of good habits, if your portion control problem is at home, get a food scale and learn what portions look like. Because whenever I go out, I love salmon. Whenever I go out and order salmon, they are definitely serving me like at least eight ounces. And I used to just be like, it's a piece of salmon, whatever. And and look, if you're not on a weight journey, that's probably not important. But once I started cooking salmon at home and I realized how small a four or five ounce portion is, it's like, oh, and now I get two meals out of it. Because you see, right. when we go out to lunch, cut first right thing away. I do is cut my salmon yes. in half, put it in the thing. And again, this is this advice, guys, don't forget. This is what's worked for us and advice for people that are having trouble maintaining or losing weight and looking for ways to calorie control. We're not the authorities. We're sharing what's worked for us. So that's a little tip that um, I think has been helpful is learn, get a food scale, learn what portions look like at home, and it'll be easier to make those choices when you're out. And yeah, you can ask them to box it up right away. It comes, you know, can you just put half of that in a box for me? Yeah. Then no, you get, it's, the it's money saving too. You get two meals Absolutely. out of it. Absolutely. I love my food scale. We should link to a good food scale. Oh yeah. 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 It's fun. It's really fun. What's fun for me is when you figure out how many grams it's supposed to be like Mm -hmm. and seeing if it's if it's really true. Mm -hmm. Like, is it the right amount in the pack? Yeah. Like if it says 10 serving size, it'll always say about 10 chips. And then it says in parentheses, 28 grams and you put it on and it's really five chips. chips. Yeah. Yeah, No, it's like this is how nerds have fun. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right. Next topic. This is a big one. A lot of people said, look, healthier food costs more. How am I supposed to deal with eating healthy when it's so much cheaper to eat unhealthy? I feel like you can go, if you go to like Aldi and you buy stuff that's so inexpensive, Mm -hmm. that's the stuff that's going to set you up for success. You can't tell me that buying a lot of those frozen vegetables Mm -hmm. and those healthier patties and those meal starters at Trader Mm -hmm. Joe's, it's not. I mean, if you're going to talk about going out to restaurants, Mm -hmm versus fast food. Right, right. Then I get it. But there's there's ways to meal prep and buy mm-hmm. the right ingredients and shop on a, you know, shop, a, you know, in season and all those mm-hmm. tricks, they really do work. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I mean, what works for you? Well, I think that there are ways to do it. You have to do a little more work. So yes, if you go to the store and you buy the salad kits and you buy the pre-cut um, stir fry veggies. Those oh, things yeah. are really convenient. Don't buy fruit salad. And they help people so that expensive. are not going to cut the fruit themselves. So like that's, there is a world for that. But if you are, you know, watching what you're spending, yeah, you have to do a little more work. You got to buy the whole heads of lettuce and cut it up. Mike cuts up my lettuce for me. Um, good man. Yeah. I try. You, you know, you got to do a little extra work, but there are ways to save and, you know, big picture, well, cheesy, but like, Invest in yourself because when you get older and you have health problems that are associated with, you know, 
weight or not taking care of yourself, like those things are going to cost you too. Way more money. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Way, way, way more money. Yeah. And if you have to keep buying new clothing, mm -hmm. oh boy. Yeah. No, but that's a good way to look at it. There are costs associated with being unhealthy, with being Mm -hmm. overweight. And it's just, it's the same thing with budgeting. Like how do you want to spend your money? Yeah. And, and by the way, like, I don't know where the world is now. I would love for people to tell us. I know what our audience is thinking, but um, maybe there are people out there like for uh, we have pretty much remained true to our goal of helping people lose weight and stay at a healthy weight. Mm-hmm. And for a while, people were like all over anyone who mentioned the word weight loss or diet. Right. And I feel like it's coming back around now. Mm-hmm. And and it, it's partially due to the success of a lot of these weight loss drugs. Mm. And now people are just like, just kidding. I yeah. don't, you know, I do think it's important to be at a healthy weight. I do too. And I think there was a lot of like shame being thrown at people that focused on, you know, the idea that being healthy can, you know, is associated with being at a healthy body weight. And it was sort of like, oh, you can't talk about those things, diet culture, it's bad for people. It can be, it depends how you take it. It depends how you, you know, if you obsess over it and you make it your life and you, you know, beat yourself up over every food decision you make and you deprive yourself. Yeah, those are negatives, but we try to have fun with food and embrace the joy of, you know, of those things. And it feels good to be healthy and it feels good to be at a healthy body weight. Exactly. And if people are, look, I don't, I don't want to do anything too controversial, but it is a fact that people who are very overweight have more health problems. Mm. Mm-hmm. And it's not everyone. Right. It's a generalization, but to, it, it is fact-based. Yes. All right. Do we have any topics left? We're doing, we're on a roll here. Yeah. Well, this last one I feel like is the flip side of the price of healthier food. So this one is the time it takes to prepare healthy food. Oh, come on. Yeah. It's, it's fair. People are busy. They're moms. They're have jobs. It's, it does take, you, again, you have to pick. Do you want to buy the convenience foods that are going to cost a little bit more? Or do you want to save more money and you got to carve out that time to do some prep? Well, but so many things, because it's like, I am a person that does not like to take a lot of time to prep things. Mm -hmm. So for me, like everything I have is takes 10 minutes Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I love it. And that's the stuff that I keep doing. I throw something in a pan or I throw something in the microwave or I have all my meal starters. I have all my vegetables and I will sometimes spend more on the pre-cut stuff Mm -hmm. or some weeks if I have, I want to spiralize my own zucchini noodles. Sometimes I want to buy them frozen, but I, I feel like it doesn't take that long to prepare healthy food. And that's why like, look at the egg mugs. Mm -hmm. You throw it in the microwave for a Mm -hmm. minute and a half and you have like an egg white scramble. Mm -hmm. You don't have to take a whole lot of time to make recipes. We have so many, what about the under 20 minute meal Mm -hmm. uh, issue of the magazine or Mm -hmm. the 30 fast and easy or all the 30 Mm -hmm. minutes or less stuff that we have all that on our website. Yeah. It's all fast, fast, fast. Why don't we share? I think this would be helpful because you know, it's a misconception that you know, everything has to be, uh, you know, the, the mirepoix and the, and the healthy, this and the healthy that. So why don't you share some of your favorite, like fast and easy staples, things that you keep in the house that, you know, if I need dinner in 10 minutes, these are things I can throw together. Okay. I always have a lot of lean meat options. Mm -hmm. So whether it's pre-cooked chicken or chicken tenders that I cook because I cook for my dogs and then I cook them for me and then I have them both. Um, also one of my favorite things, the langostino 
tails. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, from like shrimp. Trader Joe's. The big fatty yeah, shrimp. It's like lobster. Not fatty. Yeah. Fat. It's like, yeah, they're like little mini lobster tails mm-hmm. from Trader Joe's. They're the greatest. Mm-hmm. Tuna. Yeah, I always have Starkist pouches. Always have tuna. Um, and I do always have lots of vegetables. Mm-hmm. I have all those, you know, cauliflower rice medleys. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I have shelf stable and I have frozen and mm-hmm. I have fresh. Yeah. So if you go into my pantry, you might see a whole lot of like hearts of palm, rice and Mm -hmm. pasta. You see the skinny noodles, like the shirataki type things in the freezer. You'll see bags of vegetables. All of those things are just you just you can prepare them in minutes. Mm -hmm. And if you have like a Costco card or or Sam uh, Walmart, Sam Club, like those huge bags of frozen veggies, I get them every week. They're the, the. they vary between like, depending on the store, like eight and $12. And it's like between Jamie and I, we go through a bag a week and that's like, it's a, it's a big bag. Mm-hmm. Like, cause we both eat a lot of vegetables. Like there's definitely like Costco places like that. Like you could buy just in bulk and then it's cheap. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going back to the previous struggle. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, but it, it is but convenient. It, and they're yeah. all, and by the way, it's like, they are related. Yeah. So, and by the way, if you find, to me, cooking is therapeutic. I don't like, my favorite time to cook is when I do it because I love it. If I feel like I'm forced to do it, mm-hmm. I don't like it. So mm-hmm. sometimes I'll wake up on a Sunday morning and I'll just put, I'll just do back-to-back oat bakes mm-hmm. and I'll just like oat bake, oat bake. And then I have 12 pieces of oat bakes in the freezer yeah. for the next However long I used to on a Sunday cut up, I had this big Tupperware container and I would cut up, um, onions and peppers and just have a big thing of it. So every morning when I wanted an omelet, just throw handfuls of it in. Jamie doesn't do that anymore, which is, uh, kind of funny because she wakes up every morning. She's like, why does it take me so long to make my omelet? (laughs) It's also because I'm very distracted. Like I'm doing so many things, but I don't mind the same way Lisa said, it's like, do it when you enjoy it. I'm like, I like having, I like getting up a little yeah. earlier and having like a leisurely morning yeah. and taking my time. But by the way, like, you know, Trader Joe's has like those pre-cut uh, peppers and onions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There you go. And they're not expensive, but yeah. I know that's the other question. Yeah. But still, well, that's what I was going with before too. was like, yeah, it's, it's time and I mean, I do think, I think that a lot of the things we're touching on in this episode are the same. You have to plan. So whether it's like you're taking the time to know and understand yourself and your body and Mm -hmm. what you want and what you don't want, or take the time to plan what you're going to make, how you're going to shop for it, how you're going to keep your house stocked. You just have to, but this is good advice for life. Like, I don't know. I'm one of these like very responsible people and I, that's what makes me happy. Mm -hmm. I'm type A when it comes to everything, including food. I think, you know, you brought up shopping and I know like if I go to the store without a plan, I'm like, oh, quinoa, that's good for me. I should get some quinoa. I'm not going to cook quinoa. I'm just not. So I need to think about before I go shopping, what am I realistically going to make this this week? Instant rice. Yeah, that's more realistic for me than, you know, a grain from scratch. Like I have to think about envision before you make your shopping list, what kind of meals am I going to eat this week, Mm -hmm. next week Mm -hmm. and not just go and buy ingredients because then you get caught in that like. I feel like part of the reason it takes so much time is figuring out what you're even going to make. But if you have some ideas in advance, like you said, like I'm a big proponent of like get some proteins, get some veggies, get some healthy starches that are like mix and match. I love the mix and match. Wow. Well, I think this was a lot of good, healthy, exciting information to start people on their 2024 journey of healthy eating. Yeah. Can I throw out one thing that I've struggled with that I just want to 
give a tip on don't beat yourself up. You are not going to do this perfectly like anything in life. And for me, if I start to beat myself up and get in my head, I just throw my hands in the air and I'm like, whatever, I'm not doing it perfectly. So I'm not going to do it at all. Just get right back on. It doesn't even need to be like, you know, the whole like, I'll start Monday. I'll start next week. I'll start next year. Yeah, for me. I mean, and I agree with the beat. Don't beat yourself up attitude. And I'm not a person. I'm not a person that beats myself up ever. So but I, I do definitely, at least I used to think, oh, I'm going to start next week mm-hmm. or like it's Tuesday. So we mm-hmm. have to wait till the following Monday. I do firmly believe you are only as, you know, your next meal is the first meal. Yeah. yeah. It, it, yeah. And you can just make changes at any time, mm-hmm. any place, yeah. mm-hmm. not even the next day. Yeah. I that know, same I day. I totally agree with that because it's too easy. It's too easy to just be like, oh, today's, I already blew today. And then you've taken another 900 calories. Why? Yeah. Yeah. It's a shift. You have to really, you know, a lot of this is like a mind game. You have to train your brain to think a little bit differently than it has. Totally. It's like the people who would say, well, if you're eating the French fries, have the shake. Don't have the water. Mm-hmm. Why are you having water or diet this or that with the French fries? Mm-hmm. Okay. Save where you can. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Hopefully we're helpful. If the as as Jamie, as you said, if anyone wants to um, text Mike and let us know what else you're struggling with, or whether or not you liked our advice, or if you need more advice, please do. Yeah, 805-380-8075. Okay, well, thanks for tuning in. Happy New Year. I'm Lisa Lillian, also known as Hungry Girl. Till next time, chew the right thing. <laughs>